What does it mean to be creative? When I choose to be a moderator, it's my goal to make the focus on the celebrity and their relationship to the fans. To think outside the box. He said, well, you can't be all things to all people or something to that effect. You can't appeal to everybody. And I said, why the hell not? On your Creativity Podcast, we sit down with artists, filmmakers, comedians, and performers of all genres to ask them eight simple questions on what makes them tick. In high school, I thought I was going to go into acting, and then um, I love my mom, but she was like, you kind of need to get paid. <laughs> and um, so journalism, the pursuit of journalism was a way to act and get paid. And what can we learn from their quest for creativity? It's time for your Creativity Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's a new year, a new world, so to speak, and a new set of podcasts. And just before we jump into our guests, uh, let's catch up with uh, Steve and Andrea. Steve, go ahead. What have you been doing? Well, pretty much I'm planning on not making it past July. I think by then the world is pretty much screwed. So, like, I mean, I will see what happens. And if July comes and I still owe money, then I might have to do some other work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I think I have a more optimistic idea of what's going on with the world. Um, I'm breathing today. Maybe not amazingly because it's smoggy in Salt Lake. But I can inhale and exhale, and um, yeah, so I'm doing good. Um, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. Any new job or anything? Oh, um, well, I guess I have joined the workforce, the 9 to 5ers. Um, I work at Salt Lake Magazine now. Um, I'm their digital media operator, um, which means I have to run in and out from podcasts with Dylan, and he gives me, like, furrows his brow because I don't have time <laughs> for him anymore. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing these days, and then... Plays and films and writing. Um, speaking of uh, big events, um, Steve, you went to a show of a, a popular redhead, Kathy. Yes, Kathy your, Griffin. Your friend Kathy Griffin. How, how was that? I stood on her ass. <laughs> there, there's photo proof of this too. <laughs> yeah, there actually is proof. I love Kathy. She's hilarious, and we met her last time she came into town, and she's great. We took her a chocolate shoe. And she likes chocolate. Does she like <laughs> shoes? Yeah, I think so. But she's she's hilarious. I like her. Oh, great. Well, is, is that all you want to know? <laughs> yeah. Just one. Get, get I didn't the, kiss her or anything. That's next time. Baby steps, yeah. right? Maybe. And why not? Well, you know. I am hard to get. Come on, Andrea. I am hard to get. And I'm not really sure where she's kissed. So I think she's like kissed a lot of people. I'm not sure. Maybe next time. He's got lips only for one person. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let you decide who that is. (laughs) Well, they know who they are. Okay, I'm checking my notes, but I got a phone call. One second. It's a good thing it's a podcast, so you can't see what we're actually doing. We're all sitting in here on our underwear. In a bubble bath, <laughs> drinking wine and champagne. Again. Again. <laughs> it's not the first time that we have chocolate shoes. We just hope they don't melt. Or we do. Or we do. <laughs> it's actually a lot more fun when they melt. Dripping everywhere. Anyway, 
not that kind of podcast today. <laughs> I, Dylan, do you know our guest? I, I, like, seriously, it could be that kind of a podcast. I'm just saying. Dylan's over the event. The, the event is family. The guests are. Yeah, right. It's like wink, wink. That's how where families come from. Well played. Well, Steve, do you want to introduce Valerie? No, I mean you can. You're doing good. Okay. I love Valerie. Well, inter- introduce her. Tell us about her. Well, okay, Valerie is amazing, and like any event in Salt Lake that's ever happened and been kind of cool, guess who's been behind it? <laughs> Valerie. Valerie is Just the one cool. that's like been pushing that. She's she does everything amazing. She knows everybody. Oh, Actually, all of your events. If you Googled Salt Lake events, your name is going to come up with almost every one of them. There's probably a few that I haven't done, but I well, mean mainly likes, nerdy events. She likes I to stay say behind the scenes yeah. sometimes, so she yeah. probably needs more credit, I think. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, she totally needs a ton of credit. Valerie is an event. Oh, well. <laughs> and we're all attending it. <laughs> Yay, thank <Perhaps>. you. <laughs> and, and like, um, Andrea, you have a day job, too. I well, real early. I mean, I guess you can call it a job. I work. <laughs> on, I work in radio um, in the morning, and it's too. I, it's really fun. I think the only thing that isn't awesome about it is waking up at three thirty in the morning. That never <laughs> like. I don't ever like that. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder. Um, but other than that, I get paid to like be silly and laugh at Mike's jokes and give away prizes. I don't even have to wear regular clothes because nobody's there. I can wear pajamas. So, I mean, if you want to call it a job, I'm done at like 10 a.m. <laughs> My kind of job. <laughs> I have to agree with you. I'm not one for mornings. but I'm a morning person, but you don't realize that you're not a morning person in, when you're mor- until your morning starts at 3.30 in the morning. I just probably it's wouldn't go morning. to bed. So, oh, like, I, I think I would bed. go to bed after at 10. But see, I can't because I have this other thing that we're doing. And so... <laughs> I you should have called sleep. this one in. You really could have called in this podcast. I'm just saying. I'm 25 days away from a big event. I can't. There's no sleeping. No. <laughs> Truth be told, Valerie's a robot. And that's where our other guest uh, comes in. Yeah. Carrie, who I met um, about a month or so ago at a Creative Mornings event. Um, she, you know, talked about um, the event. Let's let's just. Spill the beans and name it. <laughs> Wizarding days. Beans. It's a big secret. <laughs> yeah, Carrie and I, um, Carrie has done like so many cool Harry Potter events and has worked for the library forever, done charity events, um, got me into the world of. Uh, everything I wasn't into before. Yes. <laughs> She's had me host events that I knew nothing about, but I pretended to she know made about. made it work. Um, so we met um, doing events, but our mainly it was we did an event where we were doing a book exchange. It was for literacy and autism. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met it. We really kind of 
got together at that event. We, we knew each other yeah. before. And we, so we, we worked to each other before, which Valerie always says, you're going to hate me coming up to the event. So now, but we worked together before, so I know I won't hate her that much. <laughs> She's making a face. But yeah. but what we, we love to, to work together with our sensory fair for the Autism Council yeah. of Utah. We also did events with refugees, getting books for children. So we, we bring that spirit of community and giving back to Wizarding Days. And she's a huge Potterhead and said, hey, Val, um, we need to do a Harry Potter event. And I said, well, um, I was a little hesitant at first um, because we have a lot of really great nerdy events here in Utah and I attend all of them. So I'm, you know, we're busy going to all of them. And then, you know, we decided we would do one that's a little bit more intimate that is uh, has proceeds that go to charity, which is very important to both of us, um, that is literary-based, so based on our love for books, more of my love for movies, <laughs> but her love for books and my love for books, too. Um, and then we said, but we're going to make it small and intimate, and if we can do that and give back to the community, then we're both in, mm -hmm. and we both decided to do it. I've learned a little bit more about Harry Potter. I've seen all the movies. We still don't know what house she's in, I'm, but... I told you, I haven't, I you haven't taken the test. I, I live in the Baggins house. I am the Lord that of the Rings side of this I am the Lord <laughs> of the Rings side. I'm a hobbit, and I live in the Baggins house, and she's the Harry Potter side. Yes, so the book I think and the it's movie. A good, I I think it's a good, you know, good teamwork. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when I first heard about it, I thought it was, you know, just Harry Potter. I didn't know about the literary part. And I, I was kind of humming, humming, you know, going before I found out the literary part. And it, it, that, that's just great that you're um, giving back like that. Um, how did you two first, first meet? When you were with um, well, FantasyCon. So I uh, was the event coordinator for an event called FantasyCon mm -hmm. that happened in 2014. And with that event, uh, they really allowed me to do a bunch of community uh, outreach programs with FantasyCon. And so every chance that we could, we went to work with uh, community partners like the library so that we could help with different youth events, with charitable events. And we did, I think the first one we did was the Teen Yule Ball. Mm -hmm. And so we mm -hmm. showed up at the Teen Yule Ball and we brought our dragons and we brought our <laughs> cosplayers and we took pictures and we did a lot of stuff. And then she said, hey, you know, we should do something else. And I said, I would really love to start uh, a program called uh, Fantasy or Literacy Through Fantasy mm -hmm. is what it was. And so mm -hmm. we did this first book exchange and we had like over 800 books donated. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of those two events that we kind of said okay and then she was like hey and I have this I have Toshokan and, I, and I'm like I don't know what Toshokan is but I can pretend um, and so we just started doing all those events and then I stopped working with FantasyCon and she decided she wanted to stop working with the library and she said we should come together and do our own event because we've been running events for everyone else Yes. and so I said well that's kind of scary but okay so, this is and us. it's still Scary. Yes, it is scary, but like we 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 want the autonomy because we I worked in the government for years and I I loved working for the county, but there were rules and committees and everything had to be a lot of meetings and committees, and she worked for other people and a lot of meetings and committees in her own way, and so this way we're kind of free to do our own vision and 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 we we're bringing that doing in our way, which is special mm -hmm. and scary. Yes. 
special in a, like a helmet kind of way and scary in a scary way. <laughs> scary way. But we're, we're very excited to, to bring back. I have an, a giant, we're, we're donating a lot of books to Head Start mm-hmm. is, um, with a book exchange. So that mm-hmm. element of literacy, I have a whole entire storage unit full of books. Yes. And I have an office full of books that I can't wait to clear out. So yes. the, the book exchange will happen both days and it's mm-hmm. going to be really fun because you can come bring books, bring comic books, and you can exchange one for one. And when we did this last time at, at this other event, we had people that would exchange maybe one or two books, but then they donated like mm-hmm. 50 books. So it was great. So we, we gave over 600 books to the Head Start program and then like 200 books to a local um, adult literacy program here in Utah. Uh, and so we're really excited. And people are really loving that idea. One of my favorite mm-hmm. things to do at Disneyland, which is one of my favorite <laughs> places, if you know me, you know I'm yes. like a Disney freak, um, is to trade pins. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of trading books and trading comic books is kind of like my love for trading pins and hopefully next year we'll have a bigger trading yes. area for not just books yeah. but pins so and that means pogs and you. Yeah. I still have pogs does anybody <laughs> have pogs they do oh, they're I, on I, ebay yes. for like I, I think I have them like in a little like <laughs> shoebox somewhere with I like have photos. some and I went to see the price them out they're not worth anything <laughs> So that's kind of how we met yes. and we brought yeah. that love of mm-hmm. our, that first event into this event and then expanded mm-hmm. off of that. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the activities at, at the event? Oh, we have a lot. So we, we have about half and half free activities that are included with your ticket. And then we have some that are extra cost because you're walking away with something. So you're taking something home with you. So some of the free events that we have, we have a Wizarding Most Wanted game, which means that we have local cosplayers from the community, uh, from different cosplay groups that are dressed up as wizards. And they're not just Harry Potter wizards, but wizards from all different realms and fantastical places. And during the day you can hunt them you can either capture them and take them to safety or you can turn them into the authorities and either way you get rewarded but then we know who the good guys and the bad guys are because you'll be walking around with your reward all day so we'll kind of know who that who how that works out um and then we have a map that you can get when you come in and it's a wizarding quest so on this map is kind of very much like the lord of the rings um tolkien map where um, you go and find, and this is where Harry Potter comes in, different horcruxes at mm-hmm. different vendor locations. Mm-hmm. And you go either take a picture of it, the horcrux, or they'll ask you to do a riddle or recite a poem or a question. And then when you're all done, you go over to a booth of ours, you turn it in, and we'll be giving away random prizes all day long mm-hmm. that all the vendors have donated <laughs> and the movie theaters have donated mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I want to tell a little bit about the STEM stuff, which we call our dark art section because, yeah. you know, it's Anytime basically magic, right? Well, that's what we love. Like it encourages uh, you to take that step further in some of these science, engineering or technology. So one of the paid crafts that we have is an infrared wand. So if you're familiar with Universal Studios, I was just there last week. They have the wands that do things around the area. We have the same thing. You can make it, learn about circuitry, infrared technology and light up things all around our event so you're not just paying thirty dollars for <laughs> mm-hmm. a wand and then mm-hmm. go and like push a bunch of buttons all day you're putting yeah. it together you're, you're building it. it yeah we have chemistry clubs we have a giant potion section because you got to have potions okay, for harry potter but i just have a question so <laughs> yes. say you have i don't know a moron like me i'm like who really isn't very good with like any kind of you stuff will be like supervised. that yes you will have people there helping you i don't you. know if we should but give them if the glue not guns, is though. there a slight chance i could blow shit up <laughs> i mean 
Well, I mean, in our potions area, we will be having some things happening. <gasps> really? fun, yes. But I hope. But okay, like even the little like poppy things that make noise. <laughs> we'll see what the fire marshal will let us do. <laughs> Stupid fire marshal. No open flames. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're invisible flames. They are. And our wand is mm-hmm. only how much is our wand? Earn ten dollars. It's ten bucks to build. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and you're making it your very own. Okay, I'm gonna have to like hire a kid to come with me. So it'll be like ten bucks for the wand and then 10 bucks for the kid to put it together and then I can play with it. That That's true. Like we should have plan. a deluxe wand that we do for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we actually wand. have four vendors that are selling wands, mm-hmm. yes. different wands. So if you don't want to make one, you don't have to. You can yes, go and can. buy one. So Is yes. it still the infrared wand? No. Um, no. So you have to work to play. You have to work at it. Do. Yeah. We make you, you work learn. a little bit. Or hire learn. a kid. Yeah. Or hire a kid. I like the whole idea behind Wizarding Days is to get involved to be doing something Mm -hmm. there's a lot of events where you just go and you look Mm -hmm. and you see um and this Mm -hmm. is look see smell touch play no celebrities no panels we have workshops educational classes and discussions you're gonna learn something some people might not want to learn but (laughs) you will learn okay why do you look at me like okay there's like multiple people at the table but carrie looks at me like There's no chance in hell that Steve's going to learn anything from this. I'm looking over here, too. Some of the discussions that are fun, um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, Mm -hmm. and I believe that Jedis are wizards, and you can come and argue with me if you would like to, because we're having a discussion. Is it like the kissing (laughs) booth? Like, come and argue, like, pay five cents and argue, like, You know what? The the cost to argue with me is just the price of a ticket, and then you come to to the discussion, and we're going to be talking about um, the ways of the Jedi and how Mm -hmm. they are very much magical and whimsical you know we can get into whatever side you want but there it's not like a panel room where there's a table of people with a microphone and they're talking at you Mm -hmm. this is you discussing your favorite fandoms and your favorite books and your favorite stories and your favorite movies with people so Mm -hmm. you're a part of the discussion uh and then you know it's just very interactive and we have every every harry potter class represented runes charms herbology all of it so you're, you're learning about the like the plants behind the herbology not just the magic which is fun <laughs> yeah you're trying to make us smart <laughs> we're gonna we're trying <laughs> it, it might take i'm gonna need, those, I'm gonna need the remedial <laughs> courses a few times but that's a, that's cool no we're, we're, we're excited <laughs> uh, andrea do you have any questions you look at me because Dylan's <laughs> Dylan lost his notes, and so it's putting pressure on me. My, my um, screen went yes, black. Just for fun, um, I know you haven't taken a um, the house thing, um, but maybe like, what do we think Valerie is, and then mm. what is your house? Well, I, I am I am a Ravenclaw. I got my cloak with one of our custom. Um, cloak makers selling at the event so that's what I am although some little dash of Gryffindor in there too <laughs> what about you Valerie I mean, you've seen the movies uh, who do you she, think you are she keeps saying Slytherin people keep telling me Slytherin um, <laughs> you know I think it's the people who want to be Slytherin like, Slytherin's the cool house I, now because they're the bad ones right well and I don't know I think I've been told I've been told a few different houses but again I don't again I Harry Potter is is fun for me I don't, but like Lord of the Rings is where I would live so yeah. um, I don't know uh, maybe I'll take it by the time yeah. by the time so it's there so are you there. more Sam or are you more <laughs> Frodo. I think I'm more of a Sam. Huh. I think I'm a Sam. Everybody needs a Sam. Yeah. 
Everybody yeah. does. What, what about you? You guys know your houses? <laughs> okay, see, I'm the one that doesn't read. And so, like, you know, Harry Potter, I know the dude, like, his name. And doesn't he have, like, a little lightning bolt on his yeah. head sometimes? But, um, so, I'm the house of Steve. Oh, very Steve special is house. Our, our Ron of the group. <laughs> it's the Ron of. Wait, <laughs> is so that wait, good or bad? Ron, so Ron, you're like, like the little Hermione here and the yes, Harry. I am definitely. I've been told that I am Hermione. Like it's funny because I was like, there's like geeks and nerds. I've had this discussion with many people, and like geeks are actually hip and cool, and they're into like mm. geeky things, sci-fi, fantasy, video games, and then there's the nerds who. Um, were really smart and they sat at the front of class and they raised their hand and I am sad to admit but yes I <laughs> raised my hand a lot the at Hermione. the front I was definitely I have been told I am the Hermione Granger uh, yeah. I guess I'm the reluctant hero at time so you, I'm have, the, you do have the glasses <laughs> I do have a scar on my forehead somewhere so. he's like if I have to be <laughs> I really think Eeyore. that I would be the Snape like I am, mm -hmm. you think I'm this way, but mm. really behind behind all of that, I'm doing something totally oh. different. So she is behind the scenes at all these events. You know. Yep, and I'm really really <laughs> sneaky. So yeah. I could be. Yeah, maybe you're Slytherin then. Slytherin, <laughs> Slytherin. Okay, I am curious. You guys are both successful women, and it, uh, and what I like about you, Valerie, is I I mean I obviously know you a little more than I know Carrie. But I think you have done some amazing things. And was there at one point in your life when you set out and you were just determined to accomplish these events? Or what made you even want to do it? And what advice do you have for other women or, or guys, anybody? Um, so I think that you become successful if you let it happen. And I think a lot of people don't become successful because they stand in their own way. So the plan that I had for myself is not the plan that I'm in right now. And if I were to sit and be upset about not following the plan that I set out on or that path that I set out on, then I wouldn't be successful. I would be a failure in my eyes, right? So I went to film school to be a filmmaker at USC and I spent a lot of time and I came and I said, I'm going to be making films and movies and I'm going to direct and I'm going to do all these things. And now I'm producing, which is what I told myself I would never do, especially at film school is like producers are and I don't want to be a producer <laughs> and that's what I do and I am I'm a dick all the time because I'm in charge of the budget and you have to be a jerk when you're in charge of a budget and when you're in charge of people and when you're in charge of making something happen ex execution you know of something and so I happened to fall into events and I didn't fight it it was fun. I enjoyed it. And then I really wanted to be good at it. And so I did whatever I needed to do to be good at it and still feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of people fall into this like rut of, well, this was my plan. And because this isn't happening, it's my plan. They just like stop and they're stagnant. Mm -hmm. And I have gotten to where I am even though I've gone like in this really like weird turny windy road with all these forks and you know things that get in my way like I'm still here so I think if if I can give anybody advice about being successful is that you have to allow it then you have to see what's in front of you and decide do I want to do that or do I not want to do it because I've said yes to a lot of things that I shouldn't have said yes to and I do some things which I'm tapering out of my life right now that I shouldn't be doing because 
I have a hard time saying no. So I'm learning how to say no. It's hard. Um, <laughs> because I'm getting old and tired and I need to start <laughs> saying no to things. Um, but it also helps me focus so that I can get to the goals that I want to achieve. So, you know, I just, I think that people that aren't successful, they, they stand in, the, they're standing in their own way. Nobody can make you successful or unsuccessful except for yourself. So you can't really blame it on anybody else except for you. I like that. I mean, yeah. I, I, that is like great advice. Cause I think mm-hmm. even myself looking at my own life, I think that a lot of the mistakes I make, it's because I am not just going with what's presented to me. I'm trying mm-hmm. to correct that. That's mm-hmm. actually huge. Mm-hmm. What about you, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I took a big leap just uh, as Valerie referenced earlier. I, I gave up the pension and the, the 401k to launch a, not only Wizarding Days, but another company and doing my own projects and things. And I guess um, people stand in their own way, as Valerie says. It, you you don't have to dot every I and, and cross every T before you jump. You just do it. And sometimes you figure it all out later. So don't mm-hmm. overanalyze and go where the energy goes. Um, sometimes you, yeah, you think something's going to happen, but some opportunity comes up here and you've got to steer and you got to move and don't be scared. I mean, you only got one life to live and yeah. this is, that's it. If Make you're not failing, you're not trying. Yeah. Make so start failing. <laughs> yes, <fail more. laughs> Are you guys um, taking volunteers? If people want to help out with your event, is it too late? Um, when does this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if they register in the next week, then it's mm-hmm. not too late. Yes, we yeah. are taking volunteers, but mm-hmm. we're trying. We're now 25 days till, mm-hmm. and I like to be locked at 25 to 30 days. Okay. And mm-hmm. so we're ordering everything. We're ordering shirts. We're you mm-hmm. know finalizing vendors. We're I just locked our vendor map like that's mm-hmm. done. So, um, so yes, they can if they hurry. And they can mm-hmm. go right to our website or wizardingdays.com. There's a little link that says volunteer, and you can register for it, and I'll put you in um, a place, and you'll get mm-hmm. free tickets, and you can come have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Wizarding Days with a Z, I should Yes. <laughs> what type of vendors are there? Oh, we have all different types. So you have to, in order to be a a vendor at Wizarding Days, you have to fit into one of the four categories of charity, fantasy, literacy, or STEM, STEAM, whichever you want to do. A lot of people don't know what STEAM is, but STEAM or STEM. So if you can fit into one of those categories, you can be there. So we've turned down vendors that don't fit. Um, so we have people that are selling wands. We have art, an artist alley of people that do fantasy art and comic book art. We have an author island, which is all authors and they're, you know, selling their books and doing signings. We have costume places. We have um, the Leonardo's going to be there. Um, I just did my whole list of, of vendors and my brain is like mushy. But um, you're not going to see what you would see at like a regular expo. So you're not going to see somebody selling insurance and you're not going to see somebody, um, you know, wanting to sell you chiropractic or anything like that. It needs to fit. Well, we have our charities that are there. Um, we have different cosplay groups that are there that are being interactive and raising money for those charities. Um, and so just different vendors that you can buy their wares and vendors that are um, in the education department that are there to show you how to work things. We have Lego league coming in um, Mm -hmm. to work out engineering. (laughs) We have different science groups coming in. We have an, um, 
we have a group that's coming in and doing um, those prints. What's the prints? Ultraviolet the prints. The ultraviolet yeah. prints. <laughs> and then we have For a free. VR group coming mm-hmm. in um, with Microsoft, and they're going to be, so you can do some virtual reality fantasy elements as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our vendors are local um, artisans, and it's their first time, and you won't see these vendors anywhere else. So we're really excited to have them um, come out and take a chance on Wizarding Days and sell their amazing products. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is this, you know, this is the first time, right, for mm-hmm. Wizarding Days. Um, what is the hope for, like, the follow-up afterwards? Another one or staying connected with the charities or the literacy? Like, you know, where do you go once the day is over? I think, um, you know, I think m- my wish is that, I mean, obviously, if, if by the end we don't hate each other. Um, no. <laughs> um, she doesn't know. She doesn't know how crazy it is um, when you get there. Uh, but... I would like to do it again. I would hope that, so the way our charity program works is that we reached out to the community to nominate charities and we had 30 charities nominated for being the first year. That was pretty great. And then we had a committee that whittled down it to four different charities. And so we would hope that next year we would have four different charities. And we would of course want to be involved with the charities this year as well. But the whole idea is, is to get the community involved and know what's out there. And so every year we're introducing new communities partners, new charities, uh, new books, new fandoms, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think doing it again, I think we're both very much into Mm -hmm. community outreach. So probably smaller (laughs) events, um, with our community partners during the year. Um, I'm going to go on vacation two weeks after. So that's my immediate (laughs) plan is I am at two weeks after I'm going on a cruise. And then after that we can, we'll discuss. We we really want to give back like we did before. That's where we started. That's where our, our mission and our goals are to give back. And we love the community, the Harry Potter and fantasy community out here. And they have so much energy and want to give back so much. And so we're looking to harness some of that energy to make our community a better place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, speaking of the literacy fantasy, for the both of you, this question is both of you, like what maybe book or literary story or something like that really inspired you and brought you into this world of fantasy and geekdom? You can go and start with this one. <laughs> I mean, I love Harry Potter, but I'm I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Um, I gave a TED Talk last a year on fandoms and the power that they can uh, give to and energize and engage people. And I gave the example of The Hobbit. That's one reason I read as a kid, a real young kid. It was too hard for me. I'd actually put little notes on. I read a paragraph at a time was all I could do at once because I was seven. And I put little dots throughout the book. And The Hobbit, I still remember all the riddles and everything. And it like pushed me it pushed me to to read and engage higher level and and I really have always loved the hobbit yeah I would have to say yeah (laughs) I mean the hobbit I probably checked out this was back in the old school days when you actually had to check out a book and actually put your name on the little line and the card went in the sleeve and so the hobbit for me do you still have that book and you have some library library at my elementary school um and so I checked that one out and also um a wrinkle in time I think um I a wrinkle in time really was like one of those books that when we were reading it out loud in elementary school I thought to myself this book's weird I'm weird I I'm not alone in being weird like I'm this weird kid that has these weird thoughts and stories in my head and this book is really weird so it kind of made me feel like um, I wasn't alone like reading that book and the fact that the teacher was reading it to the class and probably all the other kids were like this is too weird I don't like it but I loved it because it was weird um, and 
and then I kind of went more of the um, historical fiction phase is kind of where I live in my in my books but and that's why I think I like The Hobbit because it is mm-hmm. it creates a world that you actually think you could live in that could actually be <laughs> yeah. a part of the world that we're in mm-hmm. um, and I think Harry Potter kind of grabbed a little bit of that mm-hmm. and very much is 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 that as well you yeah. feel like you can live there yeah so yeah that was a good question well we're pretty close to you know wrapping it up um, give us the the dates and the location ticket prices yeah. February 24th and 25th at the mm-hmm. Southtown Expo Center and you can go to um, Wizarding Days and that's with a Z dot com and our tickets range from uh, zero dollars if your kids are ages five and under they get in for free ages um, six to twelve are five dollars and then um, if you're a teen, you're considered an adult in our world because we have so much fun stuff for you to do. So you can get a single day pass um, for 15 bucks, or you can get the Wizarding Weekend Pass um, for $25. And it basically gets you in an hour early on Saturday. You get to um, you get a I don't know if we can say that's not really it's you get to pick the house yes. that you're in so <laughs> get you a get something you get a um <laughs> one of those silicone like wrist band jelly mm-hmm. things and you can pick the house that you're in um and you get a, a couple extra things with that or you can get a muggle bundle which is you and your entire muggle family <laughs> um of of up to six people can get in um, for $65. Mm-hmm. So, And stay tuned for Saturday night because there will be... We are going to be... Yeah, we're doing you There's going to be some up. shenanigans <laughs> on Saturday night. We yes. haven't announced it yet, yes. but it's going to be announced Just this week. Stay tuned. Um, so, yeah. And I wanted to do, mention the four charities. We're real excited about uh, the yeah. partners. One is Utah Parent Center that works with uh, individuals and parents with children with disabilities. Um, Youth Futures, which is an Ogden teen homeless shelter. Canines for a Cause, which does um, train service animals for veterans and why am I read the, the Utah Human Rights uh, Education Association too so we're real excited <laughs> yeah well thank, thanks for joining us and we'll see everybody <laughs> at the Wizarding Days thanks thank, thank you. you hey and I just want to add like <laughs> this is like the perfect venue for talking about this like we're at the Watchtower Cafe and for those who haven't even be been at here Wizarding Days as yeah well, so. <laughs> With comic books? They're going to be there with comic books. They're going to have a mm-hmm. game area so you can mm-hmm. sit and play games at their booth yeah. if you just want to sit and games. relax. I love the old school. Yeah. <laughs> so this place kind of kicks butt. or It kicks ass, but just don't tell my mom I said that. Um, but anyways, like I love coming here, and this is a perfect spot to plan your meetings. Yes. Because you can see they're all in the Hobbit mode up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So definitely check out Watchtower Cafe on State Street. Across the street from... Salt Lake Community College. I mean, mm-hmm. you're really not going to class anyway. So it really, I mean, let's just be honest. Do the class online. Maybe do homework. Maybe not. You can pay a kid 10 bucks to do it for you. And then come sit here and, and enjoy coffee. Up. I don't know, but this kid's got to be smart. He's but, smart and he's making cash. The Lego League kid. Maybe one of those. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.